This is the Getsy Health Podcast with Janique and Tristan Roney. Hey, you guys, welcome back to the Gutsy Health Podcast. I have my co-host Gina Warfel with me. You guys, this is a big, big episode. It is our 100th podcasting episode. And we haven't released an episode in a really long time because I have literally been sitting on this episode for, I think, a month. Has it, has it been a month? Gina? Yeah, I think we've been talking about it for a mm-hmm. month. And- yeah. And I've just been trying to formulate, like, what is it that I want people to know? Because we're going to release this episode and then we're going to kind of be done until the new year. And then we'll release all the episodes we've been recording. But I wanted to kind of go out with like a bang and I wanted to bring a lot of heart and soul into this episode. And so this is what we're going to do. This is what we're going to talk about. Yeah. I want to talk about the history of this podcast and the things that the most eye-opening things that have uh, come to me or come to us as we have been on this health journey and this mission to help empower people to be their own healers. So we're going to share that. We're going to try and channel that if, if, if Tristan were here speaking, yes. uh, super excited around his 100th podcast episode, mm-hmm. what would he want everybody to really know? Exactly. And so, so we're going to talk about that. And then towards the end of the episode... There's an audio clip that I want listeners to hear. And this was recorded by Tristan a year ago, October. I think it was like October 16th of 2020. And he actually recorded it for the kids, for Tennyson and Satori. And it was a a message to them. And it was him basically telling the children our story, our story of how this happened and his journey and our journey to where we are. But it's, it's not just a story, it's a message of love and hope and not just healing a body, but a heart. It was the story of how he got to lean into love. And that's one of the big takeaways that I want everyone to understand today, that the Gutsy Health Podcast, the Gutsy Platform, Prova Health, it's all about love. It's all about consciousness and healing through love. And Gina and I, like we've hit on this time and time again, healing happens at the vibrational frequency of love, of joy, of happiness and acceptance. And so we're going to be talking about that too, because, you know, the order of healing that I use in my clinic and that we use in the membership and that we literally have an entire course around, the number one thing in your healing journey should always be mindset. And mindset includes learning about exploring self-love and self-acceptance and learning to unpack traumas and PTSD and and all the things. So I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself. (laughs) No, this is is great. I really hope everyone sees like how powerful you sharing that video really is. And, you know, we're all on this quest of like, what's the next best self-help book or Mm. the best insightful, you know, book or video. And we're like consuming information and ideas and concepts from other people, which is really great, but there is nothing truly more valuable Mm -hmm. and meaningful than hearing somebody's piece of advice as they're like, Hey, this is it. And this is what I really want you to know. Like, I mean, there's nothing more valuable than, what Tristan really wanted, mm-hmm. you know, um, his children to know. And, yeah. and I love how you said that his listeners are truly like his children. Yeah, they are. You know, a year ago, you guys, uh, Tristan, and I had this beautiful heart to heart and he was just saying, 
it's interesting that you created an Instagram handle called Gutsy Mom because you are this mom to thousands of people and you just love and adore and cherish your audience. And it was true. But what's what's funny is that he was the gutsy dad. He mm. was he was the dad of the audience and he loved this podcast and he loved educating people and he loved helping people. And it's amazing because week after week, I encounter clients that are like, I worked with Tristan and he was so loving and I would like he would give his cell phone number to people and like he would let yeah. them text him questions and he was always <laughs> replying and he was always giving like these incredible like knowledge nuggets, mm-hmm. you know, and he was just so brilliant and he just wanted people to heal and feel his love and show up. He just wanted to show up. And I think, so. I think it was just uh, maybe a couple weeks before he passed when, when I was visiting and he was like, mm-hmm. you guys, you won't believe this article. It says all this different types of sushi was tested and none of it's the real thing. <laughs> what, is, what they say it is, <laughs> you know, he was still like, he, you know, just trying to hang in there with his mm-hmm. health, but he's still searching for, for answers yeah. and like, you guys listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> That's so him. Um, before we go into all of this, Earlier this year, Tristan and I did this uh, this one day workshop. It was find your purpose workshop, right? And your purpose statement. And I think this is very fitting because you spend like four hours going through all these exercises and figuring out your purpose. And Tristan's purpose was so beautiful. So his mission statement was, I am here to demonstrate the healing power of self-love. And I think that's so true and so beautiful because you know, the evolution of this podcast and this platform has been, you know, going from science and understanding biochemistry and biology and all of these things that involve healing the physical chemical body to know it's all about the healing power. Well, and it's all of of self-love and all of it too. It's all of it. Yes. Mm Self-love, nurturing your body through health and all of it, just all of Mm -hmm. it. But But you can't just supplement without Mm-hmm. Loving you yourself too. You can't. It's like I, I always say you can't heal a body you're at war with. Mm-hmm. It's like trying to heal a relationship with someone you're determined to despise. We cannot heal these bodies without loving them. And I love that he said the healing power of self-love. And that's why with my order of healing mindset being number one is if you integrate that power of self-love, of joy, of happiness, and you're in that space constantly, healing is in flow. It's always in flow. It'll be easy. Okay. So this is one of the things that I want to talk to people about. One of the big downloads I've had over the past few years, I've constantly griped about the medical merry-go-round. And I say, when people get sick, they get stuck on this medical merry-go-round and they go from doctor to doctor to doctor and they don't find answers. Their labs look normal, but they feel terrible. But I didn't realize, and this is what I've learned. And again, I, I don't mean to say this to be inflammatory. It's just an observation from the past year, year and a half of me doing my own healing work and my own emotional work and holding space for thousands of other people too. But they go from this medical merry-go-round and they just jump into another one and we call it holistic, you know, and we call Mm -hmm. it holistic medicine. But now they're stuck on this holistic medical Mm merry-go-round because we go from medications from the medical to let's cut out foods and let's cut out this and let's cut out that and let's hyper-focus on certain foods and tons of supplements, but we don't realize that when they are on this holistic health, medical merry-go-round, 
like it's actually reinforcing past traumas and mm-hmm. it's it's provoking eating disorders. Mm-hmm. I've had so many people say, I've been to this clinic and this doctor told me to eat like five foods and cut out everything mm-hmm. and it caused so much stress and anxiety and my symptoms got I've worse. I've been there. I have been there for sure. I mean, I believe mm-hmm. so much in the power of natural healing mm-hmm. and supplements and I believe in it so much. Right. But when I was going through a time where like I had signs of inflammation and skin rashes and all these things, like you know, the same holistic practitioners were like, mm-hmm. yeah, you got to cut out all these. I, you know, did food sensitivity testing and, and I was like down to like a mm-hmm. handful of foods and, mm-hmm. and there can be some science there, but it was so overwhelming. Yes. So much anxiety. I feel like everything just got worse and right. I was taking handfuls of supplements mm-hmm. and it didn't really get me anywhere no. just by doing this patchwork of mm-hmm. eliminating foods and patchworking supplements of like, take this for this symptom, take this for the, it was still just going from like medication to supplement, to supplement. versus mm-hmm. truly whole body healing. But then you compound that stress with like, Oh, now you can't eat this. Now you can't th- oh, eat yeah. this. Oh, you're not getting results. Okay. Let's cut out more foods. Oh yeah. And that creates so much stress and that so creates much. so much anxiety. But not only that, we are instilling fear in people. Mm-hmm. They are now learning to fear food. They're learning to so fear their environment. Mm-hmm. They're afraid of everything. And they're afraid of like, Oh, what's in my supplement? now is this toxic there's yeah. this mm-hmm. tiny little ingredient that is only like 0.2 percent but it's mm-hmm. dangerous for me because so and so said so and so it becomes this like chaotic energy in their healing journey and oh, yeah. like and it creates when you're in a stress response your cortisol is going up your blood sugar is going up your inflammation is going up your anxiety like it's this vicious cycle and so healing will just feel like a yo-yo where you're going up and down and up and down and you're stuck in this circle but we're saying it's better because it's not medication. And, and yes, it is like, and I want people to understand, like, I love the holistic healing world. I do, but we can improve. Well, yeah, I'd love to dive into like, so what, what can I do? Because I think where a lot of people are probably stuck now is like, okay, well, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't want to be really, that's a question I get all the time. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't want to be restrictive. I don't want to be obsessive. I don't want to go into an eating disorder, just Mm -hmm. trying to get healthy. But I know sugar's inflammatory. It right. doesn't make me feel good. And mm-hmm. I know, you know, a lot of people don't do all the gluten right. and dairy and all those things. And I want to heal my body. So what, like, what do I right. do? Right. Let's come back to that question because okay. I want to touch on something really yeah. fast. And, you know, we keep talking about people are doing allergy tests and food sensitivity tests. I cannot tell you guys how many times people come to me with these lists of foods that they have to cut out. And they're like, yeah, but gluten wasn't on there. But I know when I cut out gluten, I feel so much better. And in my head, I'm like, how accurate are these tests? Mm -hmm. Like if we were to do those exact same tests every single day, would the lists be different? Yeah. You know, and so, well, they do a lot of testing that show that it does, it can change. You could actually take the same sample of blood mm -hmm. and run it twice. So it's not even a different time, but the same sample of blood, run it twice and get different results. There are some that I think are more accurate than others, Mm -hmm. but none of them are a hundred percent. And so, and this is my beef. This is my beef with the holistic world is we we do thousands upon thousands upon thousands of dollars of tests. Mm -hmm. And we use those, those results as Bible. Right. And, and then people say, yeah, but gluten wasn't on there. And I know when I cut out gluten, I feel better. So what do I do? So to go back to your question, our job is to learn that our bodies are the experts and you need to listen to the body. Mm-hmm. Like use the test as a tool, mm, use yes. your doctor as a tool, but it is your responsibility to drop into your body mm-hmm. and say, body, 
tell me what to do. Like you have to be in the driver's seat now. And so that is the biggest thing. Like this is, this is it. No one, you guys, this with, if you get anything from this podcast today, I want you to get this. No one is going to do the healing work for you. Not the tests, not the doctors, not the experts, not the podcasts, Mm -hmm. not the government, not your significant other. It's all you, baby. It's all you. You have to learn to be your own expert. You were given this beautiful vehicle in this life, this gorgeous meat suit that we call the human body. And you weren't given an instruction manual, Mm -hmm. but there are ways to read instruction manuals and to like understand your body Mm -hmm. and to like cohabitate with your body. I know that sounds weird, but like to love your body and learn the messages of your, yes, like heal this relationship Mm -hmm. that you have with your body. Instead of going to a doctor and saying, doctor, what does my body need? Go to your body and say, body, what do you need today? And I love how you said using the doctors and the labs and everything as a tool, tool. you know, you don't have to be, you don't have to know the science of everything. Like you can actually lean into people that you trust, Mm -hmm. but also not just passively throwing your hands there and being like, okay, I trust you, mm-hmm. but developing the relationship. And exactly. a great example of that is like, I actually had this question, very similar questions from two people this week who said, do you think I should do this XYZ diet or this XYZ detox? Mm-hmm. And the truth is just by asking that simple question, I don't know what's going on in their body. I exactly. don't know how they make them feel. So I was like, why don't you close your eyes and sit with your body for a few minutes Ask your body that question. Should I do this 21 day detox Mm -hmm. or cleanse or weight loss program, whatever it is, and see how your body responds? Like, is it open? Is it contracting? Does it create fear? Does Mm -hmm. it create, does it feel like nourishment to your body? Like, what does it feel like? And she's like, oh yeah, like that actually triggers like Mm -hmm. this contracting fear restriction in my body. I'm like, yeah, listen to that. Listen to that. Don't listen to me. You tapped in exactly Mm -hmm. to what your body was like, oh no, that actually creates tension and fear in my body. And that means your body's not ready for that. Right. It means go more gentle. Yeah. Like your body needs something else. Keep asking those questions and Mm -hmm. see how your body responds. And I love, I I do that too with all my consults and we do that on the Zoom, the Gutsy Health Zoom calls where we, we take them through this quick meditation and and I will literally flat out now say I don't know let's ask your body mm-hmm. I have no clue I'm not the expert in your body yeah. the doctor is in the expert in the body like you guys one thing I want you to understand is that we are all guesstimating that's what right. we're doing we're like well we know that the majority of people when they do something may sure. get this result mm-hmm. right so there's no guarantees and that's why you have to one, heal your relationship with your body and lean into its wisdom. Yeah. Listen to it, hear it. Yeah. And oh, I want to share this beautiful example. It was during Gina's Conquering Cravings course, the first course. One of the people that signed up, she asked me the question, Janique, weren't you mad at your body mm. when, it, when you got Graves' disease? Because it let you down and it betrayed you. And my response was, no, my body didn't betray me. I betrayed it first. I didn't listen to it. I didn't listen to my symptoms. I didn't slow down when I needed to slow down. I wasn't resting when I needed to rest. I was putting other people's, I was putting their needs before my own. And so my body was microdosing me on all of these like red flags yeah. over a long period of time. Hey, listen to and me. Listen, listen, listen. And I was just like, nope, I'm going to like hemorrhage my life force for everyone else and burn the candle at both ends. It was like trying to get your attention. Mm-hmm. It was. And so when I got Graves disease, it was literally my body like 
taking me and saying, you need to listen to me now because I don't have a lot of resources left. And so instead of feeling that energy of betrayal, it was such a gift because it literally slowed me down and I listened. I was forced to listen. So recognizing that sometimes when we are sick and a lot of you that are listening right now, you are going through some health journey, some health trial. Mm -hmm. Can you reframe your journey that your body isn't working against you? It's working for you and it always has, but you just weren't given the tricks and the tools to listen to it. Well, and there's a lot of people too who are in chronic pain. And I know I sympathize so deeply with you what Mm -hmm. it's like to live with chronic pain and and there could also be this if you didn't have this chronic pain could it be this gift that your body is like hey slow down slow down healing i need Mm -hmm. nurturing yeah or if you feel exhausted and tired there could maybe be a gift in that that your body is like hey slow down because if you didn't feel tired Mm -hmm. you would be (laughs) going 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 filling it up more and more and more exactly and so maybe finding some of those gifts exactly so you guys going back to you know you have to be the expert you have to like take the data that everyone gives you even the data that we give you yeah and then use the wisdom of your body to ask what is true for me what do i need to do now mm-hmm. um i want to touch back on you know the government isn't going to do this work for you the government isn't going to protect you we do live in a day and age where um disease is rampant it is getting worse even with all the information that we have and all the education and all the and i put here in air quotes experts that are guiding us through whatever we're going through right now we are getting sicker and sicker right now in the united states the number one cause of death is heart disease which is almost entirely preventable by lifestyle changes the second is cancer which only 10% of cancers are caused by genes. So what's the other 90%? It's environment, it's lifestyle, it's stress, it's inflammation, right? So, and then the third leading cause of death is, this is really interesting. I want to kind of, I want people to listen to this. So the third leading cause of death used to be called iatrogenic causes. It's now called unintentional injuries. Now, if you don't know what an iatrogenic cause is, it's uh, medical accidents. But when I was looking at like news clips about this, the unintentional injuries are described like this. Accidents or unintentional injuries are the third leading cause of death in the U.S. They are unavoidable. They're basically says this includes how do you do accident prevention? Well, you focus on like works place safety and seat belts and driving operated like heavy machinery under the influence of alcohol and drugs. And I'm like, no, that's not, no, it was iatrogenic causes. And so I just feel like it's really interesting that that name has been completely changed. So third leading cause of death is, yeah, is medical um, mistakes. Wow. It is insane. Yes. And, but, but what I feel like is insane is that they're actually renaming it something that feels very misleading. Right. Very. Just like food ingredients. Like they Mm -hmm. they took trans fats and people got worried about trans fats. And now they're like, let's call them partially hydrogenated oils. And no one will know Mm -hmm. what that means. Exactly. "Mm." Well, and you know, you guys like what blows my mind is that we have all of these government programs and all of this legislature and apparently the government is, trying to help us stay healthy. And yet there's just rampant censorship going on. And I want to touch on this a little bit because it's, it's been grating on my nerves a little bit. So, and I'll give you my example. 
first on Instagram. I like to post stories on health and then sometimes I post stories on just Tristan. And it's interesting because when I just do stories on Tristan and like personal life stuff, I'll get about 20,000 views, you know, on my stories. When I post about health, it's between like three and 5,000. And it's, yeah, it's, it's cut in by a quarter. Wow. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even like using controversial terms like COVID and cure and like none of that. I'm just talking supplements and vitamins. And like, I have been very, very vanilla on Instagram and like very low key lately, um, just because, <laughs> because yeah. I don't have a lot of energy these days. But what's really interesting was that I saw just ingredients online, Carlin, she mentioned that, uh, that Instagram has sent her several warnings and that they were, were going to take her, her link away because she keeps talking about supplements and, and they vitamins. Did, didn't they, didn't they take um, her link away? So they haven't yet, but they said okay. that they were going to. And so she's just waiting. Right. Wow. But the thing is like, if you follow Carlin online, she's always talking about supplements to like boost your immune system and right. vitamin D and Every time she does, she gets a warning from Instagram. So I, I want to talk about this for a second because shouldn't this set off a million red flags that Huge. information over making you healthy is censored and it's dangerous, but it's not dangerous to you. It's dangerous to someone else. All right. And who is that other person? Mm. So I want to kind of tie that back into the top three leading causes of death, right? Heart disease, cancer, and iatrogenic causes, which has now been renamed unintentional injuries. What is happening here? Right? So first we have all of this censorship going on, even for the mildest things. There's there's powers out there. And I, and I haven't spoken like this in a really long time because my life has been chaotic and I really love peace and I'm all about love and like building bridges. But sometimes we do need to call a spade a spade. Yep. And this spade that we're looking at right now is actually really ugly. Yeah. And it's very dangerous. Mm-hmm. And we need to be mindful that it exists. Not so that we can be irate and we can like go burn down like whatever buildings and you know like it's about education. Like people should mm-hmm. know. Like people should know that there's a war over your body and your health. Yeah. There's so much hidden information. I think as as we help people, I think that's what the, where the mm-hmm. frustration is, is people go to their doctors and they trust and like, okay, I trust in that medication. Mm-hmm. But the truth is when you look at the, the risks and the side mm-hmm. effects and the health problems from people that we see who are on statins, proton pump inhibitors, mm-hmm. some of the most commonly prescribed medications right. and people are like, I'm just trusting that I'm taken care of. Yeah. And they're not. And the- I think one of the most challenging things was years ago when back when I had breast implants was they're like, oh, it's just purely silicone. It's safe. It's fine. And then me being an advocate doing digging from getting really sick and seeing, no, there's a ton of chemicals in here Mm -hmm. that they don't want you to know about. Mm -hmm. But when you do some digging and you find the spec sheet, anyways, I don't want to get off off topic, but there's just so much that we have to do the digging for education when people should have this information to make info. We're not telling you what to do, what to take, what not to take, mm-hmm. but you should have all the information. You should because, because no one else is going to do the work for you. Right. Yeah. And so one, we do have to be self healing experts, but we also need to be mindful of the political climate when it comes to our health and our ingredients and our environments, because, because it's not in our favor. Yep. It's, it's all about money and it's all about it's not about the American people. Our country's economy depends on the sickness and disease of the American people. And thanks to the combination of federal policy and corporate greed, global disease and obesity is rampant 
and not slowing down. Yeah. So it's a business. It is. It is a business. Now we can still be peaceful and empowered about it. And this kind of goes back to mindset, right? We don't have to get up in arms. We don't have to get anxious about it. Like I know like hearing stuff like this creates Mm -hmm. a lot of fear, but can we, can we change that story Mm -hmm. and say, Oh, I know this and I'm empowered now. Yeah. Not, I know this and I'm terrified because I'm a victim. Right. You're not a victim. You're Mm -hmm. every day. You are in choice. You're in choice. When you go and buy your coffee, you're in choice. When you go and get your groceries at your, at the grocery store, you're in choice by what media you watch every day. You're in choice by which farmers you support with your money when you purchase meat from them. And even just choose like making the choice that you are going to work on the relationship with your body. Every time you say, I'm going to like listen to its signals. I'm going to see what makes me tired, what mm-hmm. when, what my hunger level yep. is. Instead of relying on a calorie count, like yes. I'm actually going to let my body tell me when I'm hungry or when I'm full. And just every day making the mm-hmm. conscious choice of I'm going to sit in stillness and listen just a little bit more, get yes. to know my body. Yes. And what I really love about what you said there, Gina, is there is so much mindfulness and consciousness to that, right? That when you're this like expert in your body and you're connected with your body, you can really like lean into trusting those decisions that you make. A lot of people would say, well, when I listen to my body, it just wants to crave sweets, but you have literally created a course about conquering cravings and understanding why are you craving? Why are you craving sweets? Well, and the difference between what is actually your body craving a food and your mind and Mm -hmm. emotions craving a food. There's a difference and it can be very, very confusing if you don't have good communication with your body, Mm -hmm. but it's, it's building the relationship and then you can get to know it and be like, Oh, actually this is an emotionally driven Mm -hmm. craving and and healing in that way. versus This is a, something my body needs or just Mm -hmm. taking the time to get to know your body to distinguish a difference. And that is conscious healing right there. Yeah. It's conscious, right? Mm-hmm. It's, you know, like holistic health would, or, you know, holistic doctors would say, well, just cut out the sugar, just have more willpower. Right. But conscious healing is yep. understanding where the craving is coming I from. I can't tell you how many people I see, even health professionals on Instagram saying, oh, when you get a food craving, here's what you do. You chew gum, you drink water, mm-hmm. you find a distraction. And it's like, no. what? That's not getting down no. to what your body, your body is mm-hmm. trying to communicate. And we don't want to go down this path of cravings. We've talked hours on that in last mm-hmm. episodes, but it's all about learning about what your body is communicating yeah. to you versus suppressing it yes. and ignoring it and saying, find a distraction from a craving, mm-hmm. you know, suppress your hunger. Yeah. Your hunger is a signal. It's your body's communication. It is like literally like guys understanding the thing under the thing, under the thing will change your world forever. Understanding your body, understanding why you're having that. Mm-hmm. And what is so beautiful, what, and I'm just going to put a plug in right now, is Gina and I have literally spent the past year creating courses and content to teach people how to be the experts at the mindset and the cravings and all of the things, yeah. how to be the best self-healing advocate. And so that is, I guess, that, is that my first or second point? That <laughs> going back to, we can only rely on ourselves right now not right now, but like if we are going to heal ourselves, if we're going to heal our families, our communities, and we're going to get out of this vicious cycle of disease and decay, we need to become the experts. Yeah. Don't just walk into your doctor and say, okay, I'll like ask questions, Mm -hmm. you know, get information, have a few different perspectives, get Mm -hmm. people on your team, get a community like, and and tap into how your body is, is responding. Exactly. 
So then let's, I think this is a good segue to go on to like the next point. And one of the biggest, most brilliant lessons I've learned over the past four years that I wish everyone understood and knew. And this is the wisdom Tristan imparted to me this past year as he was dying. And that is that healing your heart and connecting with your soul will be the most important work you will ever do on your healing journey. You will not heal until you have done this work. And it is possibly the scariest work. I don't want to say it's the hardest work people will do, but it's scary. I don't even want to put that label on there, but so many of us throughout our lives, because, you know, we are here having this human experience and this human experience includes hardship and trauma and learning to coexist with people who have had traumas passed down to them. But a lot of the times when people embark on a healing journey and they come across these heart walls, they're terrified to bring them down and go through them. But I want to tell you this, that I promise there is healing on the other side Yeah, and doing the heart and soul work will make healing down the line so much easier, so much faster, so much more rewarding. And so heart walls just make it harder to connect with your higher self, your soul. But once you do this work will be in flow, like healing will be in flow and it can be easy. So are you looking at your traumas? Are you looking at your mindset? Are you okay? Are you ready to unpack those subconscious programs that are running the show 95% of the time without you even knowing it? And like, and I call it app updates. Like these, these subconscious programs have been with you since you were seven and they haven't been updated. And are you ready to finally look at them, understand where they came from and update them. I was just going to say that I, I use those when, and I think some people are like, well, where do I begin? Where's, how do I know my traumas? I'm like, oh, I, I grew up in a great household and a happy family. Like, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. You know? And I think following any kind of breadcrumb mm-hmm. for where do you feel maybe a charge or tightness in your body? And sometimes there are incredible coaches mm-hmm. or mentors who can really help you grow and, and lean into that. What was also interesting is I found for a long time, I was looking for the next course or the next coach or the next program. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of this bypassing. And I think that what my body was longing for was just to be with it mm-hmm. and actually just be with my feelings without yeah. having to like justify them or rationalize them, yeah. but to actually just be with myself, like in stillness and silence. Yeah. And like meditation, I think was probably the most resistance to anything I've ever had. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, I'm just not <laughs> right. a meditator. I think I just need a coach. You know, mm-hmm. there's something wrong. There's something wrong with me. I feel yeah. this resistance or this charge in my body. I need to find the next thing. And I resisted meditation so hard. And I think that that is where my medicine was, is just yeah. being in the stillness of myself. And and I, I don't think there's any right or wrong way to go about it. But if mm-hmm. you're feeling overwhelmed by, well, gosh, I don't know, you know, what my trauma is? Do I have it? Do I not? You know, Mm -hmm. but if you're feeling this discomfort in your body or emotions or, you know, there are amazing people who can be that guiding light and and help along your journey or just even not 
having to figure things out, but spending quiet time with your body mm-hmm. and see if what it says and what yeah. needs to come up. Can I share a really cool story, you guys? Yeah. Oh my gosh. So this happened twice this week. So I do these hair DNA analyses mm-hmm. and um, when you pull the hair follicle, it will show up like protein synthesis or fatty acid metabolism. It blew or, my mind when I did mine with you. It's amazing. It blew my mind. It's so accurate. So with both of these people, okay, so it can show emotions in your hair analysis, right? That was my number one. <laughs> yes. And like, and emotions often lead to like, when I see emotions, it's almost like my first thought is like, oh crap, we're going to have to talk. We're going to have to go there. And I'm not a therapist. Like I'm not, I'm not a psychologist, but let's see what we can unpack. And so, um, so with my first consult, I saw emotions come up in brain health and I knew immediately I'm like, there's deep trauma there. And so how I like to always start my consults is like, Hey, I, I read your intake, but I want to hear from the horse's mouth, your healing journey. And this first client was this, the very first thing she said was, well, it starts way back when, and I know that trauma was passed on to me. And I got these messages from my mother and my grandmother about X, Y, and Z. And I was like, boom, there it is. It was like her subconscious, like her higher self was like, let's just get to the chase. And I told her, and then she went on down the road, like the rest of her, her health history. And I said, I'm so glad you started with that story, because that's exactly what we need to unpack today. We need to unpack the trauma. That's actually the number one thing that's coming up on your hair analysis. And if you don't work through that, if you don't heal that, like the rest of the stuff is not going to heal itself. And I asked her, how many experts have you been to, to help you heal? And she's, and she said, oh my gosh, thousands. Like, and she probably meant like maybe, you know, 20 or 30, but it feels like thousands. And I'm like, and how much money have you spent? And she's like, so much money. And I've just been looking for the next expert and the next, and the next best thing. And I'm like, you're not going to find it because this, and she's like, I'm looking for the answer. And I said, this is the answer you have to do the trauma work. You have to do the emotional work. And I said, how many people have told you that? And she said, no one. Mm -hmm. And I said, well, I'm telling you this today. You are going to heal if you do this work. And guess what she told me? She said, I'm terrified. I'm not ready to bring down my heart walls. And I said, I understand. And you don't have to do it today. And you don't have to do it in two weeks, but like it needs to happen. So just sit with this, just sit with what we spoke about. Yeah. And I'm not kidding. Beautiful. The next day I had another one where when emotions yeah. came up and I asked her, I said, yeah. tell me about your healing journey. Mm-hmm. And she had so much, like she had abuse and trauma and all these things. And I was like, okay, let's make a plan. Guys, if you have gut issues, mm-hmm. like, look at, yes. Before you take the next supplement, just really think about like, if you're constipated, asking yourself, what am I holding on to? Mm-hmm. What am I not letting go of? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I can't tell you how many people have been to every GI doctor getting the scopes and they find nothing, but they have horror and they're like, well, I guess you just have IBS, you Mm -hmm. know, we'll just call it that. Right. Look at, look at your emotions. And that's, I see so many people who resolve their gut issues when they go into the emotional healing. A hundred percent. So I just want you guys to sit with that, sit with that for a little bit, recognize how important it is. It's so important that that was literally Tristan's life mission to teach people the power of self-love. And it starts with like, healing your heart, like connecting with your soul, bringing down those heart walls. When you do that, 
not only and like let's get a little sciencey yeah not only do you go from fight or flight into rest and digest mm. you know because because once you do all that emotional work yeah. your body stops running it stops going 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 and that yeah. is literally like that right there is where it's at if you can switch your brain from fight or flight to rest and digest and yep. heal you're healing well we were talking about just last week in the member call about the research that the heart math institute does they do a lot of research on emotional impacts on the body and they see that emotions like fear anger frustration and even if you have these at a low level mm-hmm. it creates these erratic heart rhythm patterns yeah. and that puts your body at this very low level of fight or flight mm-hmm. and that's going to release your cortisol and create the wear and tear and breakdown on your body and yes. the cells and also you know we talk a lot about bruce lipton's work uh, with mm-hmm. the biology of belief and how the mind can actually change your physical body so you know i think so much about tristan and tristan having brain cancer and you know it was colon cancer that went to the brain first Mm -hmm. okay Mm -hmm. so but you know if you think about him having a challenge with if if we i don't know how to say this but like if we're so hard on ourselves and we're like i am bad for this or i am not good enough or if we are just so hard on ourselves you're Mm -hmm. sending the message to your body you're not good enough and of course Mm -hmm. that's going to signal to your body like abort mission yeah let's actually break Break down down and Mm -hmm. right like we shouldn't be here on this earth we need to abort this body right right another thing that i wanted to add to this too is you know you guys Gene and I, like I said, we've created this Gutsy Health membership that takes you through the order of healing. And I'm going to put a link in the show notes so you can see the order of healing. But the order of healing starts one mindset and mindset includes unpacking trauma, changing your belief systems, like mastering your subconscious. You know, it's all of these things. And then number two is mitochondria. So think about it. I just want to say real quick before you move on. Think about this as dominoes. So a lot of people are going backwards where they're starting with the healing, the individual things like they're starting starting at hormones, but Mm -hmm. they haven't fixed their mindset and your mind regulates a lot of your hormones. It does. So it's literally like if you were trying to like run into a wall backwards, Mm -hmm. like, I don't know if that makes sense. (laughs) Maybe it's a bad analogy, but if you think about if dominoes could go one way. Mm -hmm. So if we start with mindset and you knock down that big domino and you get your mind right, everything else all your healing is going to be so much easier. So much easier. And faster too. Faster, easier, mm-hmm. smoother. Like you're going to get the results so much faster than working on your mindset last yes. because your mind is contradicting the healing right. your body's trying to do. Right. So in the order of healing, mindset is number one, followed by mitochondria, then gut, then liver, then adrenals, then hormones, and then brain health. Mm-hmm. Take a look at that image. But we have had so many members, the gutsy in the membership where they, are so blown away with how important the mindset piece is. Mm -hmm. And when they're like, oh my gosh, this, like, I feel so empowered. My life is completely changed. I feel like a healing expert. I can advocate for myself when I'm talking with my doctors and demand certain labs. And I feel like I can talk to them as a peer and they're not talking down to me. When we say, that's amazing. We're so proud of you for doing all this work and like doing your healing for yourself. What was the biggest aha for you they always say the mindset Mindset. like it blows them away at how important it is because they don't realize that when you're in the right mindset you can integrate the rest of the tools and the knowledge in a very healthy and formulaic manner yep and so so again that mindset work really does include healing your heart and connecting with your soul 
that is the most important work you will ever do. And so I hope you guys can like receive that message today. Another part of healing is learning to release energies that no longer serve you and focusing on the ones that do, because what we focus on grows, what we give energy to gets amplified. And this is true for everything. So again, not to bash the holistic healing world, right? Because there is so much good in there and there's so much good knowledge and there's so many great doctors, but a lot of the times when we say you got to cut out this and you got to cut out that and you can't do this and you can't do that, listen to all the no, 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 no's, right? And we get into this like amplified mindset of I can't, I can't, I can't, I have to, I have to, I have to. And healing isn't going to happen in that frame, in that, in that energy, in that, in that environment. Like you don't feel safe in a no, no, no environment. And so if we can amplify the I get to versus I have to, I get to eat vegetables. I get get to do mindset work. I get to connect with my heart and my soul again. I get to do this beautiful healing work. Yes. What an honor it is that Mm. I get to understand the manual of my body and learn to live the highest and best version of myself in my life. Holy shit. Yes. Like you are unstoppable. Mm -hmm. You get, it's like you've unlocked the secrets of the universe and the secrets to your body and you can do whatever you want. Why wouldn't you want that power? Yeah. Why wouldn't you want that empowerment? And so I, I ask you today, what is holding you back from becoming your own expert? And if, if you lost that relationship and you're like, gosh, I don't understand my body. We're so disconnected. I've hated my body. I've been mm-hmm. at war with it. This is a great time to think of it as a new relationship, especially going into next year. Maybe this is a great time to have a truce. And yeah. I've written a love letter to my body where I'm yes. like, hey, body, I'm really sorry. I've mm-hmm. been really hard on you. Like, but this is a, I, I'm willing to learn about you yeah. and go into like, start hearing and listening to you. So maybe have a truce with your body, take it on a walk, mm-hmm. take it on a date, start to get to know it. You don't have to be perfectly connected from yeah. day one. If you can be like, yeah, these signals are confusing. Mm-hmm. I don't know what these cravings are. I don't know when I'm hungry. I don't know how much food I need. I don't know what the skin rash is. I don't know what these things are, mm-hmm. but like ha- coming to it with that curiosity as though you're starting to date. Right. Exactly. And if you feel the resistance to, no, I can't do that. Lean into why, why do you feel that way? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, oftentimes when we, and I don't want to use the word excuse, but oftentimes when we, when we tell ourselves these stories, we're trying to protect ourselves from something. What are you, what are you scared of? What are you afraid of? Is it that you feel like you aren't smart enough or worthy enough or capable enough? Is it because you're afraid to take up more space? Is it because you're afraid that the journey to the other side of healing is going to be a little rocky in the beginning? Like, like lean into your, why you can't do that? Because I promise you, you can, you absolutely can. In fact, like you have to. Yeah, there's the book. I guess the War of Art. It doesn't really have anything to do with health and healing. But one thing I love is that he says to use fear and resistance. Like use resistance as Mm -hmm. your guiding light, Mm -hmm. because whatever you are fearing the most, you care the most about. Oh my gosh, because the opposite of 
love is not hate. It's fear. The opposite of love is indifference. Mm -hmm. So when you don't care about something, Mm. that means you don't, you don't love it. But when you fear it, there's actually, you care so much about it. Yeah. When you're, you're fearing it, it's a deep care. It it, fear doesn't mean that you don't want it. It's actually, Mm. if you were indifferent to it, you're like, I don't Don't care, care. whatever. Mm -hmm. But if you're fearing it, that's a sign that there's this deep burning desire or passion for it. Mm-hmm. And to like actually follow what you're resisting or fearing the most, don't right. wait for it to go away. I love that. I love that. So lean into your resistance, lean into your fear. Yeah. Like what is the message? What is the mm-hmm. lesson there? When I'm resisting meditation, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, what? <laughs> that's my little breadcrumb. Uh-huh. But I'm like, there's something I'm avoiding. Mm-hmm. So that's actually where my medicine is. Yep. Lean into the thing under the thing under the <laughs> yeah. thing. Like, like follow that, right? One day that'll click for anyone who's not quite getting the thing thing. one day you're gonna (laughs) just keep exploring oh yeah (laughs) and you guys and so this again like what we're talking about bleeds into this idea of conscious healing right we have to go beyond alternative and holistic like we we have to because alternative and holistic means a doctor is telling you supplements and food plans and you're doing thousands of dollars of tests to tell you what you need to do but conscious healing is i am in choice and i get to decide and i get to heal this relationship and i'm the expert and i get to check in with my body every day and I get like my body is driving this and I'm driving it with my body and we're now co-creating health and healing and what a beautiful creationship me and my body have together that is conscious healing and that is what's going to propel us into a completely different vibrational frequency around the planet and trust me you can do it all of my students who come into my mastering mindfulness coaching program they all start with like mm-hmm. i need a meal plan i need a no. you know tell me should i eat this should i not eat that mm-hmm. and within a few weeks to a few months yeah they're showing up telling me hey here's what i learned my body doesn't like this my body does like yes. this is how this made me feel mm-hmm. is it like you just have to have someone give you permission yes. to say Tell me about what you learned about your body. A hundred percent. You know, what's really interesting that you, you said that because you can see people's language changing over the weeks yeah. of the courses. Yep. For those that don't know, I'm actually back in the clinic doing consults and I have an assistant. She's phenomenal. And she takes all the notes while I talk with my clients and then we send the notes off and she can tell the difference between gutsy health member consult and other people consults. And after the gutsy health member consult, she will just like sit and she'll be like, Oh my gosh, that was amazing. Like the things that they were suggesting and like the things that they understood. I'm like, yeah, they remember. They get the language. Like they've done the work. They've been doing the practicing. And she's like, oh my gosh, they were so knowledgeable. I can't believe all the things they suggested. Your language and like your understanding of your body and your world literally changes. And it's the most empowering thing Mm -hmm. on the face of the planet. Why wouldn't you want that? Mm -hmm. Why wouldn't you want to be the expert? Why wouldn't you want to be the one driving? And then they're collaborating with you on their health versus this very like, I don't know what to do. Just tell me. Like exactly. they're, they're like, Janique, I need you on my team. Mm-hmm. You know, let's collaborate yeah. on my health. A lot of the time they will actually say, so I've been experiencing this and I think it's this. And I, and I was thinking about doing this protocol and this, what do you think, Janique? And I will literally be like, you nailed it. <laughs> so like, cool. and, and, and like my assistant will literally, like her mouth is like gaping. She's like, oh my gosh, that was amazing. I'm like, I know. because And it's easy. It is so easy. Like it's the, the greatest gift that you can give to people is empowering them. Yes. 
Yes, a hundred percent. And like anyone can do this. And Gina yeah. and I have literally created courses so that it's easy and it's understandable. Yeah. And so this kind of leads me into like the next thing that I want people to understand. And we've, we touched on this a little bit and I want to go a little bit deeper, but the order of healing is honestly brilliant and inspired and needs to strongly be considered in order to heal. You guys, I have taken like from years of like consulting with people and seeing the failure rates in other clinics and my clinic and recognizing there's yeah. pieces missing, right? You know, like we got it. We got to go back to the basics. Everybody wants these complex, like I'm, I'm an anomaly and I need something unique mm-hmm. and like no one's been able to fix me. Are you going to have the right answer with the right complex testing? No. You got to go back to basics, mm-hmm. like go back to square one. For sure. If you, if you skip square one, yep. you're going to keep being stuck in another merry-go-round. Well, that it makes is- sense. Like a lot of the time we want to jump straight to hormones mm-hmm. and say, okay, give me the, the maca or the, you right. know, all of the, the hormone based supplements. And it's like, mm-hmm. well, guess what makes, what, guess what powers the energy for your cells to yeah. make hormones? Oh, it's your mitochondria. Right. How are your mitochondria doing? Or if your mm-hmm. adrenals are really struggling and your stress hormones are high, mm-hmm. guess what? Your hormones are going to drop. Right. So it, we, I know it's so much easier that we want to bypass steps, mm-hmm. but take the time to go through the mindset, yeah. really making sure your mitochondria are being taken care of and healthy. Mm-hmm. You got a healthy gut yeah. and taking, going through all of the, the steps are designed intentionally yeah. to go through healing the whole body. Yeah. Yes. So when we do it this way, you guys, healing happens. Like I see it all the time. And so that kind of leads me into like, so what now? What's going to happen? Like the direction of the clinic, the direction of the podcast, you guys, we're obviously still going to talk about biochemistry and physiology, but I want to bring way more heart and soul into this because a whole, a true conscious, holistic healing journey incorporates mind, body, soul. It incorporates all of it. Heart. Let's not forget heart. So I want to talk about Prova Health for a little bit. I want to give people a little bit of an update. We are moving into our new location next year, probably like spring, early summer. The hyperbaric <laughs> chamber. I know. Woo! After like two years of going back and forth and back and forth with lawyers, we're going to be able to reopen our hyperbaric chambers and it's going to be fantastic. We've got our coaches going like crazy. Um, I'm in the clinic and I'm loving it. I want to tell you guys something. I got this. I've been having these massive ahas the past, like I've been really quiet online. That's because I've been going really internal and trying to do a lot of like stillness and healing. Mm -hmm. And as I've been still, you know, it's so beautiful. I'm going to get a little woo, but Tristan is with me all the time and he is constantly guiding me and he's sending people to me and he's showing me signs all over the place. It's just like, and the kids see it too. It's so amazing. And he sent me this like beautiful download about, the direction of Prova Health and the direction of like how healing needs to happen. And if you guys remember what I said about his mission statement, it was the healing power of self-love, but we got to integrate that into all aspects of healing. And so I spoke about the medical merry-go-round and the, the alternative slash holistic medical merry-go-round. And I've been talking, you guys, I, so for the past few months, I've been talking with investors and I've been wanting to grow Prova Health into something that I call a conscious healing clinic. And I wanted to be this prototype for clinics around the world. Really. I want us to, I, we need to level up and I want to 
be a part of that leveling up on a, on a global level that we take healing to another level of consciousness. And so Provo Health, as we move, as we are figuring out all the details, um, it's going to be, it's going to be a conscious healing clinic that incorporates mind, body, heart, soul work. And it's going to, it's going to include a lot of modalities that help integrate those things. There's a lot of things coming you guys, there's so much research on very powerful, powerful things that are coming to light. And I can't wait to talk about that in the next season of the podcast. We're going to be bringing in some experts that are going to be talking about certain modalities that literally help you rewire your brain in just a few sessions, help you unpack trauma and heal it. Like they are finding with with like human trials with certain um, studies on certain things. I I don't want to I don't want to tell you what the things are because it's it's so exciting. But they are curing anxiety and depression in like three sessions, wow. and it's like changing lives. Yeah. And I want these modalities in Provo Health clinics, and I want to integrate them with nutrition and lifestyle and people learning to become their own healing experts. Because when you combine all of these therapies together healing is in flow and it's so easy. No more kitschy stuff. No more. Well, Oh, this and that, like, like we're bringing out the big guns. Yeah. Big guns are coming. Yeah. The universe is bringing them and I (laughs) cannot wait to shine a big freaking light on these modalities. I'm so excited for the future of healing for this country and this world. Yeah. And I I just, I stay so inspired by just the, the drive that you have towards like I have to truly, deeply, truly help people, not just from a, this is a perfectly packaged and branded little, you Mm -hmm. know, method of like, it's actually true to the depths of how do I really help people? Because especially from seeing what you've gone through, through supporting Tristan every single day around Mm -hmm. the clock, taking care of your children every day, really being like a single mom for a long time. And then still being like, you know what? I have to serve people. I have to continue to show up and share on this podcast. And I have to continue, not I have to, but I get to. Like you really show up with this energy of, I get to share this with people and I get to open up a new clinic right now with Mm -hmm. all of this happening. Like it is, it's amazing. So I'm so excited to see what you guys continue to offer at the at the new site location. And you know, and it's going to be a few years because these, these new modalities are still in, they, they haven't been approved by the FDA yet. Mm-hmm. They are still in clinical, like phase three human clinical trials mm-hmm. or phase two or something, but they're coming. They're amazing. And they are expediting healing like yeah. crazy, like, you know, 10 years of talk therapy in like one session. Yeah. What? Like who wouldn't want to do that, right? Mm-hmm. And so I'm actually going to a conference next weekend where they're just unpacking all. The, it's in Vegas, and they're unpacking all this data, and all the experts are going to be talking about, you know, the the political climate around it and the science. And it's oh my gosh, it's so exciting, you guys. You guys, we this this world is moving. It's coming. Yep. You know, like I think we've hit rock bottom with COVID, and it's only up from here. Yep. <laughs> and I can't wait to educate people about it and say, look at what what's yeah. what we have. Look at these incredible tools. And in the meantime time don't discount that every time you empower yourself with every Mm -hmm. choice you make every time you read a food label every time you sit in a meditation quietly every time you make a choice Mm -hmm. like you are a part of this really becoming your own advocate a hundred percent another thing that i'm going to be doing in the prova health clinic right now anyone can schedule a consult you know you can do a consult and you know do all these things but starting with me my other coaches won't be doing this but starting like middle of next year 
not because I'm being snooty or anything, but I will only consult with people that are doing the coursework, the gutsy health coursework, because I want to take them through like a six month journey of like, yep, this is like, like you are becoming an expert. And at the same time, I am coaching you through you becoming an expert, right? Because that expedites healing massively. And it also tells me that you're meeting me halfway, right? That you want it just as much as I want it for you and even more, you know, because I truly feel like the key to healing is being the expert and making educated choices on your own every day. Mm -hmm. You can't text me every time you have a question, right? It's like you have to ask yourself the question and have the answer. Everyone has access to that. Yep. I think people like don't even know who the heck I am. A lot of people are like, oh, you're a nutritionist or like when I start my consults, I have to tell them I am a health coach. I am nothing special. I have no letters behind my name. I am all self-taught and you can be too. And that is the beauty of where I sit right now. I am your mirror. Mm -hmm. I was a stay-at-home mom. Still am kind of. I was a stay-at-home mom and I was desperate. And if you're a stay-at-home mom or if you're a woman or if you're a college student and you're desperate too, we're the same. I'm just your mirror. You don't need to be a dietitian. You don't need to have a fancy degree. You do not need to take chemistry. You don't need all that junk. All you need is you. Mm -hmm. So take me off that pedestal. Take that doctor off that pedestal. Take whoever you listen to on a podcast off of a pedestal and put yourself up there. Mm -hmm. Because all you need is you. All the wisdom is in your body all the knowledge, all the, like, it's always been there. Mm-hmm. You just need to learn to tap into it. Mm-hmm. So put yourself on that pedestal, let those heart walls down and start connecting with yourself and healing will be in flow. Yeah. Gina, what else do we want to say before we close up this episode? How are, how are you? I just want to ask, how are you guys doing your, your four months now, right? Since Tristan passed? It'll be four months, um, November 8th. Yeah, um, we're doing are, pretty good. Yeah. Like, actually, we're doing great. We're doing like, uh, we're doing so good. Like yeah. the hardest part, honestly, the hardest part is learning how to navigate being a single mom and giving enough time to my children right now while trying to run the company. It's it, that's super duper hard. And so you guys, the mom guilt is real and it's just been completely amplified over the past four months because my children need me more yeah. and I actually have less time and I don't have someone tapping me out. You know what I mean? And I haven't for a while, but you know, Your I, bedtime I had the- routine is the most unbelievable thing I've ever seen. <laughs> they're, they're in these two bedrooms right next to each other. She's kind of, okay, back and forth between snuggle with you. Okay. Snuggle with you. But story with you. Story with you. I mean, it's, it's incredible. I'm like, I don't know how you do this every single night. I'm figuring it out. So much love and patience and running in between uh-huh. your bedroom, but your bedroom. You know? <laughs> I'm figuring it out. But you guys, like, I don't like, I don't want to sound insensitive, but the passing of Tristan has been one of the most beautiful experience I've ever had. And I've ever encountered because I truly feel like it was so different because as he was passing, I did so much emotional healing work. And so did Tristan that we were, I was able and we were able to approach it. I mean, there's still trauma there obviously because he was dying, but like I was able to look at everything through the lens of unconditional love. And when I was able to do that, I can, I can feel him. And when I'm able to do that, I feel him so strongly. Like he's still here. Yeah. He's and like, and I feel you guys, I feel like I'm on this high every day. I know that sounds unbelievable, but I just feel like I am exploding with love all the time. And like, 
but I don't want to be that weirdo that's like hugging everyone all the time. So I have to like act like a human and be like, hi, how are you? But I just want to like, I just want to like hug people and be like, do you realize you're alive right now and how magical that is? Yeah. And like how magical this world is and that we are standing here on this speck of dust floating in outer space and we're having this conversation and we are connecting in this moment when the chances of this moment happening were like zero to infinity but yet here we are playing in these meat suits and co-creating like holy shit so if you stumbled upon this episode this is this amazing <laughs> random miracle chance to be like yes i am with you I'm re- <laughs> you guys like i don't know how or why but like tristan is here and i feel him in my heart all the time and i yeah and i have these moments where i miss him and i just sob but i'm sobbing from missing and i'm sobbing from like love and i'm sobbing from so much appreciation and i'm like and I, and like gratitude and just and and when i'm in that space i can feel him mm-hmm. you know and and i don't feel sorry for him i'm excited for him and i know yeah. he's excited for me yeah and he sends people to me all the time you know what i mean he sends people to do things on his behalf and he said like Okay, so this is something I have to, I'm going to share and people are going to think I'm woo and it's fine. You can think I'm woo. I am so woo. It's unreal. The past year I've just gone more and more woo and it's fine. I I live in outer space half the time. Like I feel so ungrounded. It's like, it's like I float between like the spirit world and like the human world and I love it. I love it. And I just love life. But, um, this thing will happen where I can't sleep for days because there's this post Tristan wants me to write and it's like a soul filled post and a heart filled post. And I'm just like, leave me alone. I want to sleep. I just want to sleep. And and I get this nudging like, nope, you have stuff you need to say. I'm like, no, say it yourself. Come back and say it yourself, you know? And then, and then I'll be like, fine. And it'll be like one or two in the morning and I'm typing, typing and I'm stopping and I'm listening and then I'm typing a little bit more and I'm like, Oh no, I need to go back and change that word to this word. And then, And then I'll be like, oh, do I need to post it now? It's like 2.30. And then my brain will be like, yep. And I'm like, fine. And then I'll post something and then... And then it's, it's kind of like this energy is like, okay, you're done. You can go to bed. I'm like, thank you, Tris. You know, I'm like, thanks. Thanks for like leaving me alone now so I can go to sleep, Hilarious. you know, and like, and it's like stuff like that happens all the time. And then I'll get messages where people are like this deeply moved me and it helped me reflect on my mom, this or this or this yeah. or this. And it's just Tristan. He continues to teach for sure. A hundred percent. And like, and you know, what's weird It's like, I have followers that are like, I dreamt of Tristan last night and he told me this, this, and this. Wow. It's amazing. Like, I, I just have good, like, he just, he keeps showing up because yeah. he just, he's this big soul. Yeah. And he just loved so big and he wants this mission of self love and the healing power of self love to continue. Yeah. And like, when we, like, when we lean into that self love, it leads into, I love my body so much. I want to nurture it with healing foods and healing thoughts and healing people and healing media. And, you know, like, and so he's still on this mission and I am so jazzed. Like, so when people are asking, like, how are you? They're expecting this. Like, I, I always see it in there. I was like, how are you doing? Yeah. And I, and, and I don't want to be insensitive to me. Like, I'm great. Yeah, I'm great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I have my moments where I cry. It's not an emotional avoidance. No, it's not. Like, <laughs> it's not at all. Yeah. It's just that, like, 
we're co-creating so differently now right. and it's beautiful and so much and it was this sole contract that we had with each other mm-hmm. we had to go through this to to ignite this mission to create this spark together and keep steamrolling forward yeah you know because there is healing to happen in this world and there is a way that it needs to happen and it's from a like a heart space an yeah. open heart space we've tried the we've tried all the downloads of like more education, more science, more this, more that. And it's just creating chaos. And I think Tristan's mission was, Hey, we got to actually slow down and realize like healing ourselves and the planet starts with the heart. Yeah. Heal your heart first, That's heal a, your mind. It's a good segue into uh, his recording. Yeah, it is. So you guys, listeners, thank you for being here with us and listening. We love you. We adore you. We are obsessed with you. Yeah. <laughs> we see you. We see your healing. We see the journey that you're on and we see how hard it can be. And we also see the potential of the light that can be there too. And so we hope that you use this this podcast and whatever material we put out there for your highest purpose and good. And with that being said, here is Tristan's message to all of his children, Tennyson, Satori, you guys, the world. I hope that you enjoy listening to his story because it's one hell of a story. Until next year, guys, we'll see you on the other side. Bye. Hi, Tennyson. Hi, Satori. I don't know when you'll be seeing this, but I've uh, really been wanting to talk to you from my heart and leave you something that you can keep and rewatch and just hold close for the rest of your lives. But uh, bottom line up front here, always, always live with love first. No matter what you do, make love your priority and never lose sight of that. And if you do that, everything is going to be fine. Now, I wanted to kind of start this whole thing. This is going to be a series of videos. But uh, to begin with, I, I need to tell the story because... You all are so young, uh, you don't even know the story at this point in time. And I want to make sure that you get all of it, uh, because it's a hell of a story. So, four years ago, in 2016, when Tennyson was only three years old, not even three, two and a half years old, and Satari wasn't born yet, she was 20 weeks along in mommy's belly, um, I was diagnosed with cancer and the doctors told me that I didn't have very long to live. At the time, mommy and I, we were young. We didn't know anything and we were really, really scared. We didn't know what would happen to me. We didn't know what would happen to our family. And so we did everything the doctors told us. I went through chemo, I went through radiation, I went through surgery. I did all the things the doctors wanted me to. And after all of it, we did more scans and they told me that it hadn't really worked. Um, The cancer had started in my rectum and they were able to get that out with surgery, but it had already metastasized and moved into my lungs. And they told me that that was a very bad sign and it did not bode well for my future. The day that they told us that was 
probably the most terrifying day of my life. I remember being in the doctor's office with mommy, with Satori, and hearing those words that I had really bad chances and just feeling myself freeze up inside like I wasn't even there. It was an out-of-body experience, like I was in a dream. And all I could think about was how sad I felt for mommy. And I went into a, a, a pretty deep depression that day. It took me a week of sadness, lots of sleep, lots of deep thinking to get back to a place where I could somewhat function again because all I could think about was the story that I'd been given that I was not going to live much longer and you know I'm sad to say that I believed it I didn't want to but in my bones in my heart I felt like the that doctor was right fortunately mommy refused to accept it and rather than give up and get sad, she got busy and she got serious and she started learning. And she learned everything she could about how to save my life. And she created a program for me, one that she really believed in. In fact, so much that I believed in it too. And so we gave up on the doctors and we started doing our own thing at that point. I changed my diet. I started doing natural treatments like hyperbaric oxygen and ozone therapy. And we started pursuing a life that we believed in, one that we wanted to raise our children in. So we all moved to Utah and we started a new business, helping people heal. Mommy started sharing her story on Instagram, on the internet, and we just started living and, you know, we did that for a year and then I got tested again and things looked really good and it seemed like maybe we had beat this. I was really happy. I started moving on with my life, but in the back of my mind, I always feared that I wasn't done yet. Maybe I created it. Maybe I just knew that I wasn't done yet, but after another year or so, I started to have symptoms again. But it all started with fear. The first thing that I experienced was just really deep fear. And rather than looking at that fear and figuring it out and dealing with it, I started to run. I hid from it or tried to hide from it. I tried to ignore it. You remember that book? What do you do with a problem? That was me did everything I could to get away from it and it didn't work, nothing worked. What did happen was that I went into a really severe anxiety, a deep depression. I stopped functioning very well. It wasn't really great as a dad or a husband and their sadness about that. And I started to get sicker and sicker. Finally, after seven months, Mommy convinced me to at least do a blood test. 
and I did, and it showed my worst fear that the cancer markers had gone high, which meant that the cancer was back. At that point, I'd like to say that I got things in gear and I started figuring it out. And in a way I did, but um, mentally and emotionally, I stayed in that same dark place. I continued to hide, to shut out reality and to wallow in self-pity. And then I went to Hawaii on a retreat. I used meditation and plant medicine in hopes of healing myself. But I learned pretty quickly that I was not there to heal my cancer. I was there to learn how to heal my heart. And I got some really good answers about how to do that. Especially, I, I was told that I needed to learn from you, Tennis and Isatori, about how to live a life of childlike wonder and awe, to rediscover magic and become a, a creator of my reality. And so I came home from Hawaii and I intended to do that. But the, the travel home from Hawaii was really hard on my body and I didn't recover very well. And the symptoms I felt pulled me back into fear. And I went back into hiding, checking out and avoiding my reality again for another month. And then mommy once again came to the rescue. We found a different retreat, this one here in Utah, close by, different plants, different purpose. And we went together and on this retreat, something very different happened. I learned to let my walls down. I learned to stop guarding my heart, hiding from people, hiding from myself, and to let love in. And I received so much love. I was able to heal a lifetime of pain generations of pain that were passed down to me. I was able to see myself through the lens of love, accept myself, love myself. I was able to, maybe for the first time in my life, see the world the way that you too do, through the eyes of childlike wonder and awe. And it was the most beautiful, wonderful experience of my life. And one that I am so happy to be able to share with you. And as of this moment, I don't know what that means for me physically. But I do know that I have already conquered my fear. I have already moved out of the anxiety, out of the self-pity. I no longer feel the need to hide and I can embrace the world and everything that comes with it because I feel love and I feel loved. And this morning you two gave me the most incredible gift with mommy. You held me, you cared for me, you healed me, 
you used your magic to heal me and I could feel it and it was powerful. And I hope you always know what a gift you've given me and that you continue to give me every day. And this morning I was finally able to receive it from you. So thank you, thank you. I also had something else incredible happen today. Before you came in, I had an understanding. It was almost like a, a vision given to me as I was coming out of sleep. I learned that this cancer that I've been running from and hating and pushing away was actually a gift to me. When my grandfather Arden died several years ago, part of him came to me. And it came to me with the most beautiful intention, which was to give me the most amazing, beautiful life ever. And it did. Because of it, I was able to escape a long commitment to the military that I was not happy with. I was able to come back to Utah, where my heart really lives. I and we moved into this amazing house where we now live, a house that we never would have believed was in reach for us until this happened. We created this incredible business that helps so many people and gives us the freedom to do things that we want to do. And ultimately, it, it brought me here to this moment where I've been able to heal so many wounds and overcome so many emotional limitations that I've struggled with my whole life. I could not be more grateful to this gift I was given. But until now, I couldn't see it properly. Over the weekend, I got some insight into that, but today it became real to me because I learned that this cancer, it's just a part of Arden that came to me and wanted to help me fulfill all of my wishes. And I saw it today. I saw it clearly. It is Arden. And I stopped hating it. I stopped running from it. I stopped seeing it as this evil thing trying to take me over. And I felt love and gratitude and acceptance. And that changed everything for me. And I learned something really valuable. That if I can use love to change my perception of this cancer that is threatening to take my life, then love can 100% overcome every obstacle there is, change every circumstance, heal every wound and illness. And I hope you realize that. I hope you take that into your heart. And I hope you use it for the rest of your life. Love conquers all. And fear is the opposite of love. So when you feel fear, know that love is the remedy. And when you use the lens of love to face your fears head on, you recognize that they are not actually all that scary. They're simply messages and gifts and opportunities.
to thank you again for the gifts you've given me, for all the love, for teaching me how to be in the world. <laughs> thank you for taking care of me and mommy and for bringing us joy and childlike wonder and awe. I can't wait to talk to you again soon. I love you. Bye for now.